Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show. We're talking fantasy playoff strategies, uh, the MLB playoff races, and of course, ads and drops. Friends, it's time to get ready for fantasy baseball playoffs. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show presented by BellyUpFantasySports.com and Righteous Felon Jerky. I'm your host, Vince Stover. I am joined by the senior fantasy baseball writer from BellyUpFantasySports.com, the one and only Kevin Wilson. Hey, Kev, how you doing? We're doing good, and uh, we have a little overcast going on right now, so hopefully... That'll help things out a little bit around here, and uh, we're still in the heat bubble. So it has been hot, but Kevin, it will not be long, and we'll be complaining about how cold. Well, you may not be. No, um, I will not be doing that. <laughs> most of the world will be complaining about how cold it is. Maybe not in in Dallas, Texas. Um, no. Nonetheless, uh, it is uh, that time of year. We're getting ready. I was just thinking about this today. It won't be long. We'll be in October watching the World Series. And uh, it will not feel like it feels today. Uh, I mean, we are we are winding down to the end of baseball season. That's right. Uh, just as football season's heating up. Uh, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be a, a fun conclusion, I think, to the year as uh, everything is. We'll talk about this in, in several minutes, but uh, everything is heating up for the real Major League Baseball playoffs. But That's right. we're also in the final regular season week of fantasy baseball. <laughs> is that season. hard to believe or what? wild to believe that we're there. We've made it this far. It feels like just yesterday we were previewing and ranking and all that kind of stuff. And, and here we are at the end, here we are. Uh, about ready to complete another year of fantasy baseball. Uh, we do want to say hello to our live viewers watching on the sports stove, YouTube page and the fantasy belly up fantasy, Facebook page and everybody listening later via the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. It is time to jump into our first segment of the day, the Fantasy Burner. All right, for our Fantasy Burner today, what I wanted to do was talk about some playoff strategies because, in my opinion at least, and Kevin, you can Tell me if you disagree. Uh, my opinion is when I get to the playoffs now, everything that I did in the regular season goes out the window, and it's all about winning now. It, it, and sometimes there are some things that I'll do the same, but I have to make a shift in my mind now because now it's it's survive in advance, as Coach Calipari would tell me. Um, it's time to win now. If I don't, there's there's no reason uh, there's no reason to be patient. There's no reason to be. Um, uh, you know, oh, there's another day. No, even, even in our league that has two weeks worth per matchup, you know, you can't sit by on the first, the first week in my opinion and go, well, it's okay. I got another week left. Um, it's, it's all in from, from day one in the fantasy playoffs. I absolutely agree with that. And, uh, I'm just wondering how much, uh, strategy I'm going to expose seeing as how you and I are going head to head. Once again, for the second year in a row, in the playoffs. 
Yeah, the so, only but, uh, way this doesn't happen is if I absolutely blow it this week. Um, Mike Brown, the co-founder of Belly Up Sports. I'm playing this week coming up. Oh, so I either need so if you beat him, then I'm in. Um, it's the percentages is like I got ninety percent, he's got ten percent chance. Uh, I'm playing the worst team in our league. Uh, who hasn't? He's won two two weeks all year. Um, it should be no problem to defeat. But uh, so nonetheless, yes, it looks like it's going to be me and you in round one. Uh, in our we'd make four teams make the playoffs in our league, and we do two weeks per matchup on this as well. And I would say this because you just brought it up. It the worst thing about hosting a fantasy uh, show is people who are in our league pay attention to our to our show. Um, your and, dad, especially, I know that because yeah. we talk about certain players, and then all of a sudden, out of thin air, those players wind up on your dad's roster. <laughs> and and but I try. Now I will not say that I've done this every time. I try to put it all out there for everybody to hear and see. And if someone right. that, that I, that if it becomes a disadvantage for me, it becomes a disadvantage for me. I'm not making millions off of winning a fantasy league or anything like that. So I uh, do put a large portion of my um, things out. The one thing I can think of this year that I did not put out there and it was in the beginning of the year was my love for Mookie bets. And it didn't matter because you drafted them before I could. It, you talk about that the second I drafted them. As soon as you drafted them, yes. But before that, the draft, there. before yeah. the draft, though, so I, I that, didn't say a word. I will give yeah. you that. That was you had that buried in the backyard somewhere. He was in my rankings. I had him. You know, we did outfield rankings. He was in those rankings, and I I put him properly there. But when it came to talking about draft strategy, I I did not say what I wanted to say about bets because. I we were in a league together, and I knew that other people on our league listened, and I did not want to give it away. Um, it didn't matter; you drafted them anyhow. So, at the end of the day, usually those kinds of things someone else is on to, so it doesn't really matter um, when it's all said and done. But that being said, let's get into some some playoff strategy. Okay, I've got that. three things listed down to talk about. Okay. Um, I've got three as well. Okay, perfect. Well, why don't you get us started uh, and and, and uh, give us some thoughts on fantasy playoff strategies? Okay, so first thing I wanted to mention, because as you say, there's one week left before the uh, the playoffs begin. And so you want to take stock. Uh, uh, we just did about where do you stand as far as the playoffs are concerned. And so I'm locked in to the number one spot, I believe. Yeah. Okay. And so if you are locked into that a spot in the playoffs you can't move up you can't move down then this week you need to be all thinking about the postseason and don't be so conscious and this is for me as much as anyone because i'm competitive i like to win every single matchup that i can but this week is about the postseason and what moves do you make if any need to be with the postseason in your full sights and so because if, if you lose this week and it doesn't matter that's fine but if you win this week and it weakens your postseason roster then you've won a battle but lost the war Great so point. that's you need to take you know like i said just it, it shouldn't take that you know much effort just look and see where things are standing if on the other hand if you need to, to make a you know push to even make the playoffs or whatever it is, then all that I just said goes completely out the window. This is postseason time. Then you need to do everything that you can to get to the postseason and then worry about it when you get to it. That's a great point. Even your waiver wire pickups, you don't look at the matchups this week. You look at what they're doing next week. Um, right. You might add a pitcher this week that you don't need for this week, but you could use next week. Maybe they're playing the Oakland Athletics next week, and you want to go ahead and get them on the roster now. A guy that pitches on Sunday next or Monday next week, and uh, whatever. Yeah, that's a great point. Great point. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, thing we've talked about throughout the year, uh, but that's pitch limit. You know what your pitch limit is. 
That's right. Going, I, and typically, most people, at least in baseball, they just go day to day. They just go ahead, look at the roster for the next day, get in the pitchers, maybe add a pitcher that's going to pitch, whatever it may be. You have to be aware of your pitch limits, how many starting pitchers you can go in your matchup, and you have to max out that limit. You cannot get to the end of a matchup unless you've got it in the bag. You cannot go to the end of the matchup. You cannot lose a matchup and have not fulfilled all of your pitching limits. Um, so look at them. Do your math multiple times. Um, be aware of what you're doing. Don't get so caught up in getting pitchers that you use up all your pitch limits three days before the matchup ends and uh, leaves you in trouble for the rest of the time. Um, I will say that in our league, because of the way we do it with points for setups um, or for uh, holds and closes, you can still make up points after your pitch limit is exceeded. Yeah, by going you don't want to be in that situation, pitch. though. You don't. You do not. And the you championship game, you can maybe survive it. But in the leading up to the championship game, if you get rid of all your starting pitchers to fill up the relief pitchers and you win, well, then you're screwed for the next round. So, <laughs> so be aware of your pitch That's limit. Right. Focus on it. Know what you're doing, and uh, use them. Use them accordingly. And uh, I have seen that when I have gone up in, in, in previous postseasons where my opponent used up all their starting pitching, you know, the numbers, whatever it was, before the weekend of that last weekend even came around. Wow. And so they're completely shut out now of any starter points whatsoever. And so I was able to pounce. Yeah. And not have to worry about that weekend, about whether, you know, am I going to use this guy? Do I need him? Whatever. I was able to look forward to the because I knew I had it. He couldn't do anything to beat me. And so you don't want to be, don't, don't let that be you. And remember with the pitch pitch limits, at least in ESPN leagues, um, when you get to the last day, That's you right. can exceed your limit. Uh, whatever right. starting pitchers go in that last day, count them if you list. want to. Yeah. Yeah, but you important. have to make sure, like, in our weekly leagues, it's 12. So right. if you're at 11, I think it's 17 for the two weeks, I believe. We'll find that out when we get there. But, uh, yeah, so you want to make sure that you have at least one spot open going into that Sunday matchup. Yep. All right. So in that same vein, that uh, next w- towards the end of the week and i get this thing from fantasy pros that they email me and it has listed on one of them lists on there the rankings for the two start starters of the next week and so you want to pay attention to that to see if there's anybody that's say facing oakland and then kansas city in the same week or something you know like that that's available in your league that you can go out and get because now you've made two transactions in just one. Hmm. And so if that's something that you, you know, you need to look at that, you need yep. to be aware of it. And uh, so maybe a picture that you're looking at might be facing Atlanta Braves in Atlanta. That's not something that's, you don't want to get involved in that unless these are your, one of your starters, you play your starters, but anyway, but if he's a borderline guy, but there's somebody else pitching for Oakland, let's say, then let that be your guide is who do you decide to to add going into that week next week. I like it. Uh, I'm going to go into something that I've more done recently than in past years. And I think in the playoffs, it's ever more important. Uh, and the way I put it down is every point every day, you don't want to have any open spots. Um, now this is an area that you and I differ in, in, in this sense, Kevin, I've always had two catchers on my roster and, uh, and I like having, making sure I'm getting points from my catchers. Um, I think in the playoffs, you don't want to have any open days. I think that if you, if you got a catcher, that's going to sit, I think you want to have a catcher that you can plop in there. That's playing. Uh, if you got a team that's off for a day, I'm not saying you got to drop that guy. You might drop a pitcher that's not great, you know, that's on the bottom of your roster to get in a guy that's going to play that day. You you look at, at your lineup in the morning. Uh, once the lineups come out and you see, hey, this guy's sitting today, 
you need to get a point in every single position every single day. You don't want to have zeros going up uh, in, in your matchups. You need to make sure those points are filled. So if you if it's some leagues, it's harder than others. You don't have those bench spots or you don't have the guy that you can drop to add in a guy to fill in for him. You don't get rid of a great player just to put a point point person there. Uh, but if, if it's at all possible, you want to have a, a points in every single spot every single day of your playoff matchup. All right. Sometimes that's easier said than done because if you right. look forward to this week, Thursday, there are like four games. Yeah, true. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have open spots, but yeah. Yeah. I definitely see that point. And my last uh, strategy is – of course, during the season, you're playing for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And so if you, you might have a player that's, let's say, he's 80% rostered, right? Not somebody that you would normally drop, but he's stinking up the joint. Okay? And so there is no favor. There is no, you know, he's my he's my guy or any of that stuff. You don't want some guy on your roster that's 80% rostered and then don't make the next round because he gives you let's say five fantasy points for the week so all this stuff about anybody's droppable is what i'm trying to say yep and um if you can drop them there are certain guys that uh, you cannot but uh, other than that if they're not giving it to you don't miss out of possibly moving on to the next round because you've got a guy especially pitching side mm-hmm. and uh i i don't know if you saw jp france of the houston astros had negative 18 fantasy points <laughs> that's like the second worst performance of a pitcher i have ever seen on a fantasy team of mine and he's really well lot rostered but he has to go mm. okay so especially if you're in the playoffs and you have a guy who's not pitching well and he has somebody like, you know, has a great lineup, move on from him. And because yeah. this is all about survival, as you mentioned, and uh, you want to advance. And doesn't matter what your roster looks like if you advance. So that that's my last one. Uh, and this one fits somewhat in with that. And I'm going to focus mainly on categories leagues on this point. Uh, though, and that is pay attention to your categories. So if you're trying to win in the playoffs, it doesn't, same as point as you just made, it doesn't matter how high rostered a guy is. If you need stolen bases to win that category and you're okay in other categories, then you go out and get stolen bases. You go out and find a guy. It doesn't matter you know, what else he's doing. If he's getting stolen bases, then you go out and get him. Um, you, you cannot be selective. Um, sure. You cannot be broad. Maybe put it that way. You can't be broad with your additions during the playoffs. you got to be specific with them. And so just like your point, if they're high high rostered, but there's a guy that's owned in 3.4% of leagues and he's getting points, then you trade him out. If you need a category and the guys that you have on your roster are not going to help you get to that point, you get rid of a guy and you bring in a guy that is, no matter what team he plays for, that's no matter right. what, what uh, the other stats are that he has, Obviously, in a categories league, you don't want to screw over another category. I think batting average uh, more so than anything. Uh, but you you have to pay attention to what you need in order to win. And it's a little different than in the regular season uh, when you're going to make sure your roster stays strong for the long haul, like you said, Kevin. Now it's all about getting to the next day and finding right. that guy that can help you get there. Right. And uh, somebody like, let's say, Jorge Soler, who has 35 home runs, but probably doesn't have a stolen base. I'd have to look, but uh, if you need stolen bases and you might not want to get rid of a guy that has 35 home runs, but maybe that's the way you need to go. Yeah. To get it's all what about you need. specific uh, when right. you get to the playoffs. That's the fantasy burner. Let's move on to segment number two, the call to the pin. Our call to the pin is presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. If you want the purest jerky in the game, you got to go straight to the source. And Righteous Felon has partnered with the best natural black Angus beef producers in the land to lock up supply and guarantee the best tasting. 
best textured and freshest beef jerky on the market. Visit RighteousFelon.com. Use promo code BELLYUP. You're going to get 15% off your purchase. RighteousFelon.com. All right, let's get into the uh, MLB playoff races, and we have to start in the American League West because it has the biggest turnaround of the year uh, going on there. And we'll talk about my Brewers plenty, but I cannot avoid the AL West. No. Uh, Mariners, one game up on the Rangers and the Astros. I Listen, you were on the Mariners to a degree. My dad has been on the Mariners all year. I don't think anybody can say they saw this coming. Uh, I know I didn't. I had them completely <laughs> the missing the playoffs back in July. Mm-hmm. And, um, but uh, here they won nine out of ten. Yep. Which we made fun of the Yankees last week because they lost, you know, nine in a row. Mm-hmm. Well, the Rangers lost eight in a row. <laughs> and uh, they won yesterday, but lost today. And um, so they're uh, they're a game out. And um, and as I mentioned earlier, Houston, they had Framber Valdez pitches a no hitter into the eighth inning against Detroit the other night. And has a one to nothing lead. There comes their closer, who I also have in fantasy, and he winds up giving up a three run walk off home run and um, negative fantasy points all over the place. <laughs> and so they lost that game where their starter pitched a no hitter into the eighth to Detroit. And so they're not playing well. The Rangers, obviously, not playing well. Mariners are playing out of their minds. They scored 15 runs yesterday. And so this is this is going to be fascinating coming down the stretch. What the Mariners, can they keep this up? They have been playing teams that are not really that strong. And the Rangers have one of the toughest schedules remaining hmm. out of the playoff teams. So it doesn't get any easier for them. So the Mariners are here to stay. Yes. The Mariners are now over 100 on run differential. They've scored 100 runs less than the Texas Rangers, but they still have over 100 in the run differential category. The Rangers are almost the 200 run differential. Not quite there, but uh, closer to 200. Uh, The Astros, they're close to 100 run differential, but they're still a little ways back on that. We used the Mariners... The Mariners run nine of nine of their last ten. The Rangers lost nine of their last ten. Houston won four of their last ten. That's not going to be good enough. Um, no. Who can persevere over this last month of play is is going to be yet to be seen. I think it's going to be a fun race to watch, though. I don't think this one's over. I don't no. think Seattle has clinched it by any stretch of the imagination. No, there are three teams separated by a single game. Yeah, so there's there's nothing decided at this point. Uh, not in the AL West, the AL central, uh, again, I think we're there. I think we've agreed on this for several weeks now. It's the mm-hmm. twins. Uh, guardians aren't going to catch them. Twins got this. The only team in the division with a positive run differential. Um, you know, they got a losing record on the road, by the way. Uh, that's not good, especially heading into the playoffs, but, uh, Minnesota's got the AL central, but then the East Orioles still on top. They got two games up on the Rays. Uh, the Rays had a phenomenal week this week. Yep, they won uh, eight out of ten. The Orioles the did Yankees too. two out of three. Yeah. And so uh, when you think about the Rays, think about the starting pitching that they don't have. They've got an all-star level starting rotation that's on the sideline. But yet they won eight out of ten, and uh, they're still two games back. And uh, plus 171 run differential. So even though they, they've lost a lot of players, but they're still fighting it out. And um, they're the only team right now that's any threat to Baltimore to win that division because uh, Toronto's 10.5, Boston's 12.5. Now, raise your hand if you thought the Yankees at this point in time would be 19 games out of first place. 19. Wow. All right. And um, uh, we could – Raise your hand if you thought the Yankees and the Mets would both be in last place in their division. Right. Yeah. If you could predict that, then you'd you know you'd own Caesar's Palace by now. <laughs> so uh, 
So Baltimore, I think they're the best team in that division. They're you know the most complete. So I think they're even though they're it's only two games. I think Baltimore is going to win. Tampa, they don't need to win that division. They'll make the playoffs, and we know what kind of team they can be. Right. So. It's- yeah, it's if if you could take a snapshot of the uh, playoff picture in the AL right now, and show it to us back at the beginning of the season, where you got the Orioles, the Mariners, and the Twins holding the first place spots. And then Rays, Rangers, and Astros in the wild card with the Yankees not even close. The Red Sox actually in contention. Um, you know, I mean, it would blow your mind. We wouldn't believe it. Would. it. That's um, what I'm saying. If you could do that, then you would, you know, you need to go fine. to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's how it sits right now. Rays, Rangers, Astros are in the wild card spot. Blue Jays two and a half out. Red Sox four and a half out. You know, those Red Sox, I don't expect them to, to make the playoffs, but I'm impressed by these Red Sox and ability to stay stay within, you know, range of this wild card spot. Yeah. That's hard so, hitting. Yeah, so they've, they've, they've had the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so uh, that they won yesterday, and uh, Mookie Betts personally said hello to their fans over there. And um, so the Dodgers won two out of three against them, but uh, but they they didn't fold. They looked right. good against them. So you know, can't count out Boston, can't count out Toronto, and so uh, the AL is to me is the more interesting race right now than the 100%. NL. A hundred percent. Okay. In in the National League. Uh, the Brewers are the excuse me. The Braves have been on top for a long, long time. The Dodgers have been so dominant as of late, uh, as well. And the Brewers finally looked the part. Uh, eight game win streak. They're extending their lead over the Central, and they're Kevin, playing at the right time because the the Cubs have won seven out of ten. Right. So the Brewers are playing what you know they need to do. And um, but if you talk about teams like you mentioned, the the the, the Rangers, the Astros, and Tampa. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia, Chicago, and Arizona, which you know, the American League teams to me are way superior to those in the National League. So it's yeah. going to be real interesting once these guys do get to that postseason. It, there should be some heck of some battles coming in our way once we get to the, to the, to the first round. Yeah, I agree. The Brewers have scored five or more runs in 14 of their August baseball games. Um, The offense has found its groove in Milwaukee. Uh, The bullpen saved it today for Milwaukee. Uh, They were down 4-2 and uh, ended up going up. uh, Man, uh, Waka fell apart, walked four straight, got out of the inning. Nonetheless, uh, a huge, I think it was fifth or sixth inning for the Brewers, they scored seven runs. They had 12 batters in the inning. Um, and then they brought in uh, this young pitcher who throws just straight fire, but he doesn't have control. And uh, he gave up three runs. Uh, and and then they brought in Hobie Milner. He finished, held him to no more runs there, and the rest of the bullpen took care of him. Um, to me, this Brewers team does not match up to the Braves, does not match up to the Dodgers. After that, I think they're clearly the third best team in the National League. I think so, too. And they've got a pitching staff that I think can stand up to those two teams. Maybe can't, you know, you certainly wouldn't take them over either team. Right. But I think their pitching is is right up there. And the way Peralta's been pitching, he's been striking out double-digit strikeouts. I mean, if he can do that in the playoffs, you're right. They're a tough team. Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta – and those back-end guys just got to do enough to get the bullpen in uh, at a decent length of time and uh, and allow them to take over from that point. Um, I, I'm so excited for the playoffs, but you said at the wild card right now in the National League, Phillies, fine. I think we all agree you have to respect the Phillies in the playoffs. But Cubs and Diamondbacks, they've got... And, and hats off to the Diamondbacks. But no one's scared of them. Hats off to the Diamondbacks because... We were ready to write them off when they lost their eight in a row. But they've turned it right back around. They've won eight out of ten. Yeah. And so uh, 
they're right there. Uh, it's like Cincinnati. a half a game. Yeah, Cincinnati's a game and a half out. San yeah. Francisco's two games out. Marlins are three games out from the Diamondbacks. Yeah, we, we don't need to bring up the Marlins any further because they're done. <laughs> they are. They're and, only uh, three I mean, games out. Well, they might be three games out, but uh, I'm not <laughs> I'm not buying into that. And uh, also raise your hand at this point in the if you had the, the San Diego Padres twenty games out of first. Now, okay. are the Padres not the Chargers of Major League Baseball? They are. And you, I thought because they beat the Dodgers last year in the playoffs, as I'm sure every fan of theirs could probably recount where they were when that happened. And so I thought that that would spring forward them to being not being the redheaded stepchild anymore because they've been in the shadow of the Dodgers their entire existence. Entire existence. Yeah. And I thought maybe that was going to shift, but it was a seismic shift because now they're buried over there and um, they're searching for answers because they had a team, they had players, they paid 600 million or whatever it was. And, and their team has vastly underperformed. They are tied. So the Washington nationals tied same record. As yeah. the Washington Nets. <laughs> raise your hand. I'm not going to raise mine. If you had the San Diego Padres and the Washington Nationals on the uh, the last week of August having the same record. It's wild. If you raise, I see. No, don't raise your hand because you know you no. didn't have it. No. no. So. Only one team is officially eliminated from the playoff I race. I saw that. The Oakland A's. Uh, everybody else technically is still has a chance <laughs> even though so, they don't. yeah so if you've lost let me see let me pull this back around when you've lost 93 games and it's still august then you deserve to be eliminated so. yeah uh, i will say this about the marlins uh, i have it documented well documented that i did not believe in the marlins even at their best uh, i was having questions rankings. with them because even yeah. at their best, they had a negative run differential. That that told the story to me way, way back. And it's come back to haunt them. It has indeed. So we'll continue to keep you updated on the playoff matchups and the playoff races as the season winds down. Right. So, um, I don't think there's know, any other breaking news. To, you know, rear its head and say, hey, it's football time. But baseball, don't turn away from it. It's going to be fascinating coming down the stretch uh did you see that noah syndergaard got dfa'd today by the guardians i did not see that but i am not surprised <laughs> at that at all and uh you know that brings back you know talk about cleveland and they're not going to make the playoffs well they didn't act like they thought they could trading rosario for noah syndergaard yeah what what was that all about that, I think you know, just that taking was the, the ultimate white flag to me way yeah. back, you know, a month ago. So Cleveland, you didn't deserve to make the playoffs and you're not. So that's fine. And you won't. Uh, how about Aaron Nola, by the way, I drafted him early this year. It was uh, just a disaster, uh, but all of a sudden all he's a back sudden. Uh, one hit game, nine strikeouts. And uh, this is why we know that if the Phillies make the playoffs, they can be dangerous. Because they got guys that can do stuff like this. That's right. They you know, and I talked about Shorber. He's hitting still 189, but uh, you know he gets squared up on a baseball. He can hit it further than just about anybody. Doesn't he lead yeah. the National League in home runs? Uh, you know what? That's a great question, right there. Uh, <laughs> um, I would definitely have to look at that. Let's see. Um. We can continue discussing while I look <laughs> at that. Yeah, I, I think he does. Otani leads the league. Uh, no, yeah. Olsen does. I'm sorry. He's number four. Olsen? Okay, I can buy that. Number four in the league, number three in the NL. It's Otani, Olsen, Alonzo, Schwarber are the top four in home runs right now. And Schwarber has been so bad in every other category. But home runs, he's still still giving you some value, I suppose. Yeah, so uh, you got to like uh, 
You got to like Washington or not Washington. Who am I talking about? Philadelphia. I was back on them back in July. And um, they could do what they did last year. Definitely. I'm they will. Definitely. But uh, if Aaron Nola pitches like he has and Wheeler pitches like he has, and um, what's his Christopher Sanchez pitches, he came out of nowhere. So uh, Philadelphia is a dangerous team. Very, very dangerous. All right, that's enough real baseball. Let's get back <laughs> to fantasy baseball. Uh, Call of the Pin presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. Go to RighteousFelon.com. Use code BELLYUP at checkout. You can get 15% off your purchase. It's now time for our Fantasy Focus. Fantasy Focus is presented by BellyUpFantasySports.com, your one-stop shop for all things fantasy sports. Uh, when you need the greatest advice, the most honest breakdowns of fantasy sports, you find it at BellyUpFantasySports.com, NFL, NBA, NHL, and of course, Major League Baseball, also including all of Kevin Wilson's articles That's on right. BellyUpFantasySports.com. All right, our uh, belly, our belly up, our fantasy focus is uh, our ads and drops. This is the last week of the regular season, and so you got some guys fighting for playoff That's spots. Right. Who do we need to add? Who do we need to drop? Let's start with additions. Um, and I've got I've got several familiar names today when it comes to ads and drops. Okay. So since we're going to start with drop or ads rather, um, I have a guy who uh, pitches for Baltimore, and uh, he's at twenty three point three percent rostered, and um, kind of the forgotten guy over there. But uh, he opens tomorrow, talking about guys that have two starts. He opens tomorrow against the Chicago White Sox at home. And I'm talking about Grayson Rodriguez of, of, uh, of the Baltimore Orioles. And this is a guy who's pitched into the sixth inning in six consecutive starts. And he hasn't given up more than three runs in any of them. And his ERA is still at 5.38, which shows how just disastrous he was earlier on in the season. But uh, fantasy-wise, 14, 18, 11, 10, 23, 7. But that was against Toronto, so you can you, you can give him some space on that one. But like I said, he faces the Chicago White Sox. And uh, there's the functional a team, aside from Oakland, as there is in baseball right now. And at 23% rostered, Grayson Rodriguez is a guy who can get, if you're trying to make the playoffs, if you're battling, Grayson Rodriguez will get your week off to a great start. I like it. I'm going with a guy who Kevin Wilson dropped on June the 30th. Uh, okay. So we're two months removed from this. Uh, okay. And he's found himself in a hot streak all of a sudden, owned by 8.9% of teams. Outfielder for the Philadelphia Phillies, Brandon Marsh. Uh, he had two uh, straight multi-hit games. He was on an eight-game, I believe it was eight-game uh, hitting streak. Uh, no, nine-game hitting streak, excuse me, as well. Uh, he's been scoring points and uh, giving production. Now, he's going to play mainly against right-handers, but he was injured. He came back off the injury, and since then, uh, he's been pretty solid. He's hitting 438, a home run, four RBIs, and a stolen base, 22 fantasy points. Since his return, that's all in just five games. Uh, Brandon Marsh is a guy who at one point in his career looked like he was going to be really, really good. And he kind of tapered off and fell off the, the edge of the world. But uh, And this part of this year, he was falling off the edge of this world. But right now, he's in the middle of a hot streak. He's an outfielder. If you need outfield help, Brandon Marsh, right now, he's he's the kind of guy you want to pick up. All right. I can see that. And um a guy, uh, next guy I'm going to talk about is at 10.5% rostered, and uh, he plays for the Colorado Rockies, who return home this week coming up. And so, uh, as we talked about, if you're trying to get to a fantasy spot, having a Colorado Rocky in his home ballpark is always a good thing to start with, and that's Nolan Jones that I'm talking about. He's an outfield. He's a first baseman, and uh, we talked about how first base, to the, even to this point in the season, is still – lackluster but uh when you look at this guy he was three for four the other day home run three rbis uh he went hit list today but uh he's hitting 282 13 homers 39 rbis eight steals 
And so, uh, but like I said, he returns home. And so uh, six games at home this week, Colorado, Nolan Jones, and he's at 10% rostered. So he should be available in just about every league. And I keep getting told that players that I recommend are not available. But at 10%, he should be out there. So He's available he, in most leagues. Yeah. That's right. So if you need outfield or first base help this week, Nolan Jones is the guy I'm going with. Kevin, what team do we look for to find guys playing against them uh, this year? That would be Oakland A's. The Oakland A's. Do you know which team plays the Oakland A's starting tomorrow? I should know that, but uh, uh, I'll I tell know. you. It's the okay, Seattle Mariners. And the Seattle okay. is one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Just talked about. Okay. Yeah, they're going against one of the worst teams in Major League Baseball. And there's a familiar name that is only rostered in 22.9% of leagues. Third baseman Eugenio Suarez, also on a hit streak. Granted, they have played the White Sox and the Royals last week, but they hit to play Oakland this week, so you know it's going to continue as well. In the last week, he's hitting 333. Uh, he's got seven RBIs and a home run, 25 points uh, in the last five games. And uh, Suarez, again, he's he's past his prime. He's not going to be the guy he once was, but he is the guy right now that's hot, and he's playing the Oakland A's. Uh, so he, uh, Eugenio Suarez has been available in our league since April 22nd, and I think rightfully so. Uh, but rightfully now so. he's uh, now he's playing a bad opponent. It's the time to jump on Eugenio Suarez if you need a third baseman. Okay. And so, uh, you know, sometimes you just you can't believe what you're about to say. <laughs> this is one of those times. Because I'm about to recommend a Kansas City Royal. Okay. Okay. And so uh, usually that's, you know, death defrosted right there. But uh, the guy that I'm talking about is 16% rostered. Cole Reagans, starting pitcher for the Kansas City Royals. And uh, here's the guy at four I've had of his last five starts. He's pitched at least six innings. And so uh, he scored 20, 24, two against Seattle uh, or against St. Louis, 13 against the Cubs. Those Oakland A's that we just mentioned, 29 fantasy points. So on Tuesday, he gets the Pittsburgh Pirates at mm -hmm. home and so uh we're looking at matchup dependent and um that's something that we could have talked about as our strategy earlier mm -hmm. but that's something i advocate all the time anyway right so if you've got the pittsburgh pirates at home and you're a guy who's pitched in the seventh, sixth inning four out of the last five even if you do pitch for the kansas city royals cole <laughs> reagan's is a guy who also can get your week off to a great start by starting on tuesday so if you need a pitcher, even though you know, he's hiding in the woods over there because he pitches for Kansas City, go get Cole Reagans and do it today. All right. If you're making your run, you have not clinched your playoff spot yet, and you're trying to get there, and you need a pitcher towards the end of the week, I've got a guy for you pitching on Saturday. On the year, his record is 1-7. and seven. You go, wait, what? Uh, he's got 46 strikeouts. He's pitching 4.53 ERA on the year. But, but let me tell you about Bailey Falter from the Pittsburgh Pirates, the team you just <laughs> talked about going up against. On Saturday, September the 2nd, they will travel to the St. Louis Cardinals. The last time, which was uh, August 21st, that Bailey Falter pitched against the Cardinals, he went six innings, eight strikeouts, one earned run, and 25 fantasy points. He faces them again on Saturday. Um, he has he has been okay as of late against the Mets. He scored 15 points. He struggled against the Cubs in his last start. But again, St. Louis is not the team that we remember them of being. They're not no. the threat that they used to be. And Bailey no. Falter had success the last time out against them. So if you get down to Saturday and you need a pitcher and you're looking at who's pitching, Bailey Falter is going to be there. Owned in only 2.2% of leagues for good reason. But this week he's a streamer. Pick them up on Saturday to help get you to a fantasy playoff spot. There we have it. All so, right, we're ready to move on to so, drop. You know, I don't know if it's you know because we both wear glasses. I don't know if we're, you know they're steamed up or what because we're you know we're offering up Oakland A's and we're offering up Kansas City Royals and 
Pittsburgh. So, yep. I think hey. we know what we're doing. Though. Hey, so. we are in the playoffs. Last year right. we were in the playoffs. We are. Right. We, listen. So, yeah, so if perfect. anybody ever says, we well, make how, mistakes. Do you, how do we know you know what, what you're talking about? Well, look at the results. We have a proven track record. We do That's make right. mistakes. We have a proven track record. Every year that I have played fantasy baseball, I have made the playoffs. There you go. And All right, let's get into drops. Hey, I'm excited. Drops, I'm drops, excited about drops. Drops, you know, took some some research because they're not out there as much as the as the ads are. Correct. Which, you know, is a good thing because then you've got possibilities to add. But uh, you know, you might need the players because you need drop guys if you're gonna add somebody. And um Here's a guy who, you know, we talked about the Cubs a few moments ago, and uh, he is a guy who seemingly, like, he had 10 home runs in, like, 10 days or whatever it was earlier. In the, but uh, Christopher Morrell of the yeah. Cubs, he's at 28.7% roster. He's not playing. He's played once out of the last four days, and uh, he has no fantasy points this week. Zero. Yikes. And so uh, second base and outfield, that's great. And DH, all well. But if he's not even playing, he's got uh, no value whatsoever. And so uh, he's hitting 117, all right, over his last 67 plate appearances. You don't need a guy on your roster who's hitting 117. And that's another point I could bring up about people are like, well, you don't bring it up uh, uh, enough uh, uh, statistics. If you're hitting 117 over your last 67 plate appearances, you don't need to go any further. <laughs> I'm serious. People yeah. are all caught up in statistics when it comes to baseball. And sometimes you could dive into that stuff too deeply. And so I'm serious right here. Yeah. Because I got told this on my article that I wrote, which I'll mention later. Oh, there's not enough stats here. How much stats do you need? <laughs> I'm serious because – some yeah. people get frozen. They can't make a decision because they don't you know the stats. They can't make, you know, they're what's the next stat? Right. Okay. There's enough stats to tell you Christopher Morrell does not need to be on your fantasy roster. If he's on there, send him packing. Send him packing. All right. My guy, 72.5% owned. Okay. Starting pitcher. Uh, was out with injury, has now pitched twice since coming back from injury. Hunter Green from the Cincinnati okay. Reds. Okay. Uh, against Toronto, his first game back. Listen, first game back, it's going to be rough, right? He gave up five home runs in three Ooh. innings. Uh, uh, <laughs> he rough. did get four that's strikeouts, rough. but he had three walks as well. Against Arizona, uh, in his last start, he only made it 3.2 innings, giving up five earned runs. He did get four strikeouts, five walks. And that one as well. We are in the point of the year where Hunter Green is going to kill you, and you cannot you cannot afford it. It's not worth the risk. Uh, if you, I mean, if you're up by a hundred points, then by all means go for it. But most of us will not be in that case come playoff time no. or this week if you're trying to make the playoffs. He plays Wednesday against San Francisco. Seems like a decent little matchup there, but from what he's done in Toronto and Arizona and his two starts back. It has been nasty. Minus 13 points, minus five points in our points league. Um, I picked him up in one league thinking, hey, he's coming back from injury. I actually picked him up while he was still injured, put him on the injured list, and brought him up, and uh, it has not helped in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Hunter Green has to find his way back to the waiver wire. Uh, and it, like I said, we're at that point of the year where it doesn't matter if 72% of people have him. He shouldn't be on your team. Right. Okay, so uh, here I am. In deep in the heart of Texas, as they say, <laughs> and um, I'm looking at we could go one of two ways. I could talk about, and this is a guy who you're not have not been on, who I have been at some point during the season. That's John Gray of the Texas Rangers at 67.3 percent rostered. I was going to talk about uh Dunning, but at 67.3 percent rostered. Gray is much more on teams. And so, uh, and he has what would look like a decent matchup against the Wobegon Mets, but I don't trust him. I don't trust him any at all. Arizona hit him for five runs on seven hits and in four innings, negative five fantasy points. Hmm. He's given up five 
or more runs in three of his last five starts. And I just don't trust him. If you're like, if you're locked into your playoff spot and you want to go ahead and, and keep him around because he's got a two start week. Okay, maybe. But if you're fighting for your very lives, don't let John Gray be the guy that sets you off on a wrong path right at the beginning of the week. There's got to be somebody that you can add that's a better pitching matchup than John Gray is. Can't agree with you more, Kevin. All right, my next guy. This is actually my last guy. I only had two guys. My last guy. He's owned in 86.4% of leagues. Since the 19th of August, he is three for 31. He hasn't had a positive scoring performance except for once in the last week and a half, two weeks. And that was against Atlanta, of all people. Uh, You said you don't trust John Gray against the Mets. I don't trust the Mets. It's Brandon Nimmo, outfielder for the New York Mets. Uh, Again, uh, this week against Los Angeles, negative one, negative two, zero. Against Atlanta, negative three, negative one, four. Against St. Louis, negative one, one point. And he had an outburst for eight. Uh, but in the last, since I, uh, let's see here, since August 19th, it has been just horrendous for Brandon Nimmo. And in my opinion, he's not, he's not rosterable right now for a playoff team. It's too dangerous. It's time to move on to somebody else. The Mets stink. Uh, things are getting worse in New York right now until the end of this season. It's time to let him go. Okay. I'm down with that. And so uh, instead of throwing a, another drop, there's a guy I should have mentioned earlier. Okay. And that's Gabriel Moreno of the Arizona Diamondbacks. You talk about you might need two catchers on your roster. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the case, he's at 6.2% rostered. But he went through three games in a row where he had two, three, and then two hits, six, three, seven fantasy points. He took the day off yesterday, so he's going to be, you know, ready to play, start the week off. So, at, if you need a catcher, he's a guy that I would look into. And um, so, if you need six point two percent rostered, Gabriel Moreno is a guy that is hot. Arizona's hot. So, if you need a catcher, Gabriel Moreno is my guy. I like it. I'm looking at our, our available players right now. I'm just looking at some names that were drafted and that are currently on the waiver wire, and they should be um, Whit Merrifield. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, even though he's been hot as of late. Uh, uh, Andrew so Vaughn. If you want to add him, and you can go ahead and do that. Yeah. Chris Bryant, Giancarlo Stanton, Jordan Walker, who we all thought coming in a rookie year, thought he was going to lock up and stand Then he goes right back into you know, to the garage. It's so. been ugly for him. We saw guys like James Altman have a great spurts throughout the season. Right. And he hit a home run today. I was going to talk about him, but he homered today, so he ruined it. <laughs> uh, Jake McCarthy from Arizona. We all thought he was going to have a big year as a young guy as well. Um, there's a lot of available guys right now that we, looking at the beginning of the season, we wouldn't have thought would be sitting here available with one week left in the fantasy baseball season yet. Here they are, and again, for good reason, uh, they sit in these spots. If you look at the pitching side of things, though, all you see is IL, IL, IL. IL. It's been it has been a painful year for people who go in pitching heavy uh, and to start off their year. Shane McClanahan, Jacob Degrom, Robbie Ray, guys that we expected to have big years, and they're sitting on the injured list. And there's now, so many yeah. of these guys that I personally drafted, such as. Uh, Rasmussen, yeah, Drew Rasmussen drafted, yeah, all right, Molly from uh, Minnesota drafted, Mm -hmm. and uh, McClanahan, I had him in my other league, he was my first pitcher taken, so he's out, and um, so it is a wild year, it's been a wild year, and so it's been great, baseball is great, and so don't. Don't go completely down the football rabbit hole just yet. Because, uh, there's there's a lot to be decided yet in baseball. There is. All right, tell us about your articles. What we got coming this week? Okay, so my article this past week I wrote was uh, some players. And uh, once again, they're not the ones that I mentioned today. 
But uh, the article was, don't let these players burst your postseason bubble. And guys that uh, that are significantly rostered, who, and uh, such as like Luis Severino, mm. that's way too rostered, and guys like that, that you don't, and they have name recognition, don't let these guys ruin your postseason chances because they have name recognition. Don't let it happen. And so that is on the Belly Up uh, Fantasy website right now and on Reddit and wherever else you want to look for it. Uh, it's on uh, Facebook. It's on Twitter. So check that out. And uh, also this morning, Chase and I had our uh, football show, which we did a live draft. So if you have a draft coming up this weekend, who doesn't? Everybody does. You should. You might, if you don't you have should. a draft this week, you're in the yeah, wrong league. You, you drafted too early. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so it was live, and we discussed players that were picked. People defended why they picked them. So if you're looking to see who you want to draft in your actual draft, take a look at that. And uh, all of us in Belly Up Sports – we're all in belly up in that particular league. Okay. So we had a whole bunch of guys on there and they all got to speak about why they did what they did. So if you're uh, getting ready to draft, you definitely want to get over there and check that out. Awesome stuff. So I've got the MLB power rankings will come out probably Monday, possibly Tuesday. Uh, that'll come out there. Uh, I'm not shifting completely away from baseball, but I am starting into my football content uh, I'll be with, I cover EKU and so I'll be previewing the, uh, EKU versus Cincinnati football game for this weekend coming up on Saturday. I'll be at the game Saturday and, uh, we'll have, we're talking about it Monday night, actually at eight o'clock myself and Ryan Jackson, EKU defensive lineman will be previewing the game as well, but I'll be writing an article on that. It'll be on bellyupsports.com. And I'll have a recap of the game there as well. And basically so do you get to be part, do you get to get in the stadium? Uh, so I'm I'm not sure in Cincinnati if I am or not. I'm having troubles applying for those credentials. Uh, but week two, I will be at Kentucky uh, for that game. And then all the home games at EKU, I'm press box and uh, wherever I need to go uh, during the game as well. So, uh, yeah, oh. credentialed, credentialed awesome. a lot of fun, a lot of fun, okay. uh, free food, uh, free Coca-Cola. And uh, it's it's a good time. It's a good time. So okay. um, I'll tell you this. I So I cover EKU, and most of the people who listen to this show may not even know who EKU is, <laughs> but they definitely don't follow them. The interviews that we've done leading up to the season have been by players and coaches. And if you just like football, I really do think you'll like many of these interviews. Um, we get a lot of the student athletes on, and so we get to hear things from them, but we get some great insight from these guys as well. We do it during basketball season and baseball season as well with those guys. So to me, I think any sports fan would enjoy them. Um, even though it's about a, a team that most people don't follow. So, well, uh, but yeah, big so stuff you introduced me to them. I, I never paid any attention to Eastern Kentucky and I have enjoyed the, uh, the show. So if you're into football, you definitely want to check that out. Well, thank you. Now, I've reached out to a Tennessee Titan player to come on Monday night. Uh, he's been in camp with the Titans, uh, graduated last year from EKU. I've not confirmed if he's going to be on the show or not. It's not really a great night for him. Cuts are on Tuesday, I believe, and uh, and he would be on that bubble. So I'm not sure that he's going to come on or not. Uh, but we're, we've reached out to see if he wants to join us Monday night for the show as well. Typically, we're doing this show on Thursday night. But with the football season starting and my basketball season starting um, where we have practice, uh, we have moved it to Monday night. So uh, that'll be Monday night. And then Wednesday night, me and Dad do an NFL preview. We talk Major League Baseball playoff races as well um, and everything there too. So um, next week, my plan is on this show uh, for us to have Chase Thornton and my dad join us as we get into the playoffs next year. And it'll be the final four in the Belly Up fantasy uh, sports show, fantasy baseball show uh, fantasy league. Uh, my plan is to have all four of us on here talk about the playoffs, what's ahead, about the season. Because Chase, Chase is new to baseball, fantasy right. baseball. He was more than happy to mention that this morning. 
that he was new to this, but he's won, uh, I believe he said seven straight. Yeah, he's been on a roll. Yeah, including beating me. So yeah. uh, he's a uh, beginner's luck. Yeah, beginner's so we'll, luck. We'll see what he has to say if he thinks it's beginner's luck or he's just good. Yeah, I would just warn him don't tempt the fantasy gods. Uh, you don't, you don't, you don't, you gotta be careful. You gotta wait. Uh, but nonetheless, well, yeah, that's right. So don't be overconfident. And, uh, cause I was number one a year ago. And as you've pointed out several, several times since <laughs> did I, I beat you last year? I can't remember. I believe, uh, yes, I believe you did. So, <laughs> oh, so man. Yeah, just a yeah. little humble, which is difficult for me to do. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So depending on how our matchup goes in the playoffs, we may or may not have more shows, but, um, uh, nonetheless, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a good time. So next week we'll be talking all things, fantasy baseball playoffs, uh, of course, as well as major league baseball and what's ahead there too. And, uh, we're winding down the fantasy baseball season. And so good luck to you this week. And hopefully congrats. and, Make sure you reach out to people in your league that you need to win. Like you need them to beat the guy. Reach out to them. Send them a little gift card. Yeah, uh, it's easy to do these days. Send them five guards. That's right. Don't knowledge yeah, on their phone yeah. or encourage people or not to roll over. Yes. Yeah. Encourage so, them as Tom Brady yeah. told uh, told the what Aiden O'Connell last night. Ruin their night. Um, so there you go. Uh, great advice from a legend. All right. Kevin can be found on Twitter at Kevin 62 W I L S E a. You can find me at sports stove. Uh, we'll be back next week with more fantasy baseball advice for you. Thank you for tuning in to the sports stove fantasy baseball show until next time. We'll see you around the sports stove. Have a great week.